Hello. G'day. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Australian Comedy Podcast. The Australian Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Sinclair. I'm your host, Angus Brown. And this week, well, you've probably been listening for the past three weeks and you know we've been trying to get the insanely brilliant Greg Fleet. Like Arthur pulling a sword from the stone, we've been trying. And like everyone else who isn't Arthur, we've been failing. Haven't we ever? Good God. So we've come up with a plan. We, we, like, we are like the G.I. Joes. We are like the G.I. Joes and G.I. James. G.I. James. We are yeah. small, multi-articulated uh, figurines. Genitalless. Made quite cheaply in uh, fine lands. Yeah. Packaged and shipped to that rich white kids. Yeah, yeah, who are always happy to see us at Christmas. So happy. But then forget about us a week later. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we'll keep you entertained for a week. That's about it. Yeah. That's all you get. So our plan is we have come to the cafe that Greg comes to, and we're just going to grab him and interview him when he, when he turns up. That's right. We're not going to tell you the name of the cafe, because... Uh, to be honest, we know that you just swore the man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's worked hard to keep the secret. He has worked very hard to keep the secret. And we've worked hard to stalk him enough that we've uncovered that secret. We have had to look up his Facebook page, read some of his tweets on Twitter. We've looked up his, uh, his Footbook page as well. Yeah. Which is the celebrity version of Facebook. Yeah. So there's insight here for you guys. If you're wondering why you can't find your favourite celebrities on Facebook, you yeah. I actually had to pose as Sammy Davis Jr. And you know what? He's a dead ringer. Mm. He cut out one of his eyes. That's how committed he was. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. found Sammy Davis. I cut out his eye. I scanned it. Didn't need to do that to get in. No. I just thought that that would be a really good method acting practice to get into the Sammy Davis Jr. character. He also got circumcised. Yeah. Jewish now. I am. Uh, Huckner. Huckner. Mm, that's our Jewish welcome. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'd see. I, I I didn't go the whole hog. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go and, and do all the research like you did. So I didn't know. That. Oh, we well, was committed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to. Somebody had to do it. That's it. We both have our different roles. And I mean, if we both showed up and said, "Hey, we're both Sammy Davis Jr." Yeah, we would have looked like idiots. Well, that would have been silly. I Dumb. mean, they may have fallen for it, but we'd have had to back each other's conversations up. That's it. Because obviously, both Sammy Davis Juniors are going to know each other really well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like both Gil Scott Herons. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you've got it. You've got to go to follow up with Gil Scott Herons stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was back in the 70s when the jazz scene was really booming in Frankston. Oh, Gil Frankston. came over and played the jazz, but he also stayed in America. And that split him in two. That's, that's no mean feat, by the <coughs> way. If anyone's ever tried to split themselves in two, you'll know... It requires a hell of a lot of core strength. Yeah, and this is way before iPhones. Oh, get out of town with your iPhone. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is all mental agility and Pilates. You're, yeah, very, it's Pilates-esque. He did it using his mystical Pilates powers. Oh, yeah. Mm. You can't salute the sun. Forget the fuck out of trying to split yourself in two versions of the one person. Yeah, exactly. So then when the two, the two versions met, they knew each other inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like they could reach into the other one and just pluck out a little bit of spleen. Yeah. Have a little look. Yeah. yeah. Go, oh, yeah, you're the genuine article. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. guys. Just like Aaron's. We guys. Yeah, like, they were very strange lads. Um, ended up running a shop. Yeah. 
Seven trinkets. Oh, yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice little yeah. tale to the story. Yeah, well, you know when you go to a market and there's always that, that craft stall oh, that sells like little googly-eyed shells yeah. and dream catchers. Oh, I love, love the dream catchers. They were, they, were, they were the gills. They were the gills. That's what the gills, that's what they did in the end. There you go. Yeah. Jazz to, to lovely little ornaments. For the lovely heart. ornaments. See, people, the lesson to learn here is if you feel like you're struggling with life, mm-hmm. rip yourself in two. Move to Frankston. Yeah. Success. Yep. Get one of your, yeah, one of you move to Frankston, the other one. Keep your, keep your base going. Yeah. Keep your base alive. Literally your base. Go out buy a bass guitar. Yeah. And never stop playing. Never stop. Just, just keep on. That's right. When you start to cross the threshold of insanity, mm-hmm. because you've just heard the same four strings playing the same riff for the yeah. last few Because don't, don't learn it. You've got no time to learn it. Who has time to learn just the bass guitar? Exactly. Look, busy, busy world. Oh, busy, busy world. Podcasts to do. Yeah. Coffees to drink. Coffees to drink. Got goats to sacrifice. Many, many goats. Oh. Many sad, sad goats. How's the, how's the nightmares going? The goat sacrifices last week. They're more intense. Oh, they're getting worse. Yeah, yeah. I can't seem to shake it. It isn't. I don't even need to be asleep. Oh dear. I just. It, they just come to me. The goats. The goat. The, the goat nightmares. I just. I see these cute goats, and then they just morph into these awful red lumpy beings. Um, they just say things like syphilis. Yeah. What's that? Goat ghost. <gasps> That's not a dream. Goat ghost. You've got a goat ghost. Yeah. yeah. Those are nasty buckets too. They're hard to shake. It's probably the one I killed. It's it's the ghost of the goat you killed. Oh. Come back to haunt your waking days. Well what do you do? There's a few rituals. Yeah. None of them pretty yeah. Uh, one of them involves sacrificing another goat. But the problem with that is, yeah. if you've got a vengeful goat, yeah. then the ghost of that goat, yeah. it just starts all over again. Oh, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, isn't it? The and nobody, I, I mean, I haven't met anyone yet. Who can you've not met anyone yet? Not a person. How? Very lonely. That's a really, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Why didn't you mention that? Well, uh, because I don't know how to communicate with other people. That's, that's, that's intense. I don't know how to express emotions. When did you last go shopping? Uh, what's that? That's incredible. Wow. Shopping's incredible. Yeah. Wow. It's really good. I, you, what you do is you go and you give them these weird things in your pocket, like these little shiny metal things or these I've got strange them. colour bits of paper. Yeah, yeah, and they give you stuff that's really useful. Oh, yeah. Stuff you can eat, stuff you can wear, stuff you can play. Do they give you helmets made of toy shells? Don't give you what? Sorry. Helmets like tortoise shells. Oh, I've I've seen a, a tortoise shell helmet. Yes. Yes, that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I need one of those. Oh, really? Well, the apocalypse is coming. Well, the thing with the tortoise shell helmet was it had like this weird green thing writhing around inside of it. That'd be a tortoise. That's a tortoise. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's what they live. Right. They live in right. the shell. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Just like cats live in cat shells. Yeah. Tortoises and toy shells. So what? You just kind of you, you, you glue it to your head and, and hope for the best. No, you, you kind of uh, you get the tortoise and the tortoise shell. Yeah. And you crack it like a head. Yeah. Uh, it, you rip the tortoise out. What? While, while it's screaming. Oh. Just uh, just chuck it. In. Yeah. And then you kind of scoop out whatever's left. Yeah. And then you put it on. Oh, that that 
That sounds kind of similar to the ghost. Are you going to get a vengeful tortoise ghost? No, don't be dumb. Oh, sorry. It's tortoise ghost? Yeah. Tortoise, listen to this guy. Oh, sorry. No, goat ghost. So here's the other thing you do, right? You don't want to risk getting another goat yeah. coming back to you as a ghost. Yes. Uh, something you can do is you can cover your entire body. Yeah. Use coffee grounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, your entire body. Mm. And don't just go circular. Mm-hmm. Like, the inside of the cheeks. Yeah. You don't, have to, don't, don't insert. Don't get vulgar. Mm-hmm. But people always forget the inside of the, I mean, the inside of the butter. Yeah. It's still part of the exterior of the body. Yes. Just like people forget I've to wash. I've always said that. People forget to wash the soles of their feet. Yeah. You know, or behind your ears. Yeah, yeah. Or on the elbows. Yeah, never wash the elbows. See? All part of the exterior. So you need to coat the entire body in used coffee grounds. No, don't just get no. the coffee grounds. And don't just go and get instant coffee. Yeah. Used coffee grounds. Coat the entire body. Yeah. Then you have to stand outside mm-hmm. for three days and three nights. Oh, yeah. Whilst constantly singing the theme song to Welcome Back, Connor. So, Welcome Back, Connor. Welcome Back, Connor. I don't know that. Could you could you demonstrate? Kaplan's classic television show, John Travolta. Let me start. Welcome back. That's all the lyrics I know from it. Uh, oh. So you might need to Google. It's quite. It's a, it's a great song. Yeah. Uh, everyone who doesn't know it, uh, pause the podcast right now. Google "Welcome Back." Well, uh, all right. Welcome back. You paused it. All right. Don't pause it yet. Yeah. Here's what you do. Google "Welcome Back" kind of theme song. Yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. Now press pause. Welcome back. See, you see Welcome the back to the podcast. Yeah, did you did you enjoy the theme? And now you all know the whole theme song that I that I can't remember. Uh, but hey, I, now you know how to get rid of goat ghosts. Yeah, that's, that's that, I'll, I'll do that. Will the goat ghosts come near me while I'm outside? Oh, he won't leave you alone. Right, right. Yes, and they fucking love use coffee grounds. So that thing's going to be licking you all over. But the, the reason for the coffee grounds, I didn't explain this, the reason for the coffee yeah. grounds is if you just go stand naked out there singing Welcome Back, Connor. Yeah. Because they love that song. Yeah. That draws them in. Oh! Oh, oh you So are. the song draws them in, the coffee ground keeps them there. Well, if you don't have the coffee grounds, they'll just eat your flesh. Oh! But they have the coffee grounds, they forget that they want to chew. And yeah. And oh. they, I mean, you're going to get, you're going to have goat tongue in some very new uh, place. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. But you've just, you've got to keep standing, keep singing. Yeah. By the time the goat has finished the so filled with caffeine and shame. Oh, it just because of where its tongue's been. Oh, yeah. Oh. It just kind of it, it dissipates to end that. Oh. Uh, Should I probably avoid that? No, that's good. Okay, that's cool. Good. Because once it's dissipated, it can't reform yeah. into the ectoplasm yeah. that it uses to eat you. Yes. You've got, I mean, you're, you're going to have to drink a lot of coffee oh. over the next sort of Maybe if I ask the, the waitress, she'll bring me some coffee granules. Well, it's a good thing we're at a cafe. Yeah. So, could I, could I, have, some, could I have some coffee granules? She not, didn't hear me. Uh, not she, the, no, not a coffee. No. From the, like, you know, the, the bit that you knock the tamper into? Yeah, I, I've, got a, I've got a goat ghost to get rid of. Yeah, she gets it. She yeah. gets it. Thanks. Oh, the service here is great. It is. I was expecting her to say no. Yeah. Well, I mean, Greg would come to a place filled with people. You're just saying no, yeah. No. He's not a no-no guy. He's not a no-no guy. He's a yes-yes guy. He's a yes-man. 
Well, as we found out, a little bit too yes, yes. Like he said yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, when he really meant no, no, no. Could that be one of the, uh, the great and not so great things about him all in one? Because the reason that everyone loves Greg so much, yes. the reason he's so successful, uh, yeah. and the reason he's accomplished so much in his life is because he literally answers yes to every question. Yes. But sometimes, of course, uh, he, he's just not capable of following through. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like that film with Jim Carrey, Yes Man. Cable Guy? Where he says, yes. Cable guy, where, where he goes around fixing people's cable, yes. and then there's that bit where someone says, "Are you the cable guy?" And yes, he says yes, yes. So yeah, I mean it's just like that. It's just like that. Yeah. And to be honest, I feel that in that film he should have said no a couple of times. And I think that when we asked Greg to come do this podcast, he could have said no. But he, he could do. He could do. That's the thing. No, isn't his vocabulary. Is it not? It's not. Wow, he was raised by a non-no-saying family. That is absolutely right. I, I actually, I think I did hear something about this. I heard the first time that anyone ever said no to Greg Fleet. He had no idea what they were talking about. So confused. I was like, what, what does that mean? Stop stop speaking that language to me. Please speak English. Are you trying to say on? Are you yeah. saying it backwards? Is that what's going on? Are you getting it, are you getting it wrong? He tried to help. He really did. Massage the back. Yeah. Huddle a little bit. It's yeah. all right. We all say words strange sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we, we all get things slightly wrong. But this this word, say it again. What was mm. it? Yeah. It doesn't go together. Yeah, that's, a, that's a silly sound you're making. Yeah. Like a baby. So are you trying to say Noki? Mm. Are you trying to pronounce Noki correctly? Yeah. Spelled with a G. Let's go out to lunch. Mm-hmm. Gave him some really nice Italian food. Yeah. And the end of it, he said, Were you saying the wrong word? I said, No. He went, Ah! Oh, oh. You can take it. No. I hear, I hear he left. He did. He got up and left. Didn't even pay the bill. No. But the people in the restaurant, they didn't mind because they'd had Greg Fleet eating in their restaurant. Oh, who charges Greg Fleet for food? What kind of an asshole? No one. Charges Greg Fleet for food? Not a person. I hope not. Not a person. I know they don't hear. No. Like you look at the Greg Fleet menu, yeah. and it's the the menu, the same menu as everywhere else, but with more dishes added. And no and prices. No prices. No. And when you say can I have something from the Greg Fleet menu, they're like, that's no. just for Greg. <laughs> no. Let's say no. Not a chance. Yeah. yeah. The reason there's so many dishes on there is because Greg goes, us, do you have this? Yeah. And they they realise that if they say no, he won't understand. So they immediately. Yeah. Of course, every time that they create a new dish for them, they've got to add it to the menu just yeah. in case next time it comes back. It goes, mm-hmm. oh, I want, uh, I want that, that egg salad sandwich that's yeah. shaped like a triceratops. Yeah. And they go, it's on the menu. It's there, yeah. So they, they actually have a trained chef trained in paleontology. Wow. And food. That's incredible. So he, when Greg asks for any dinosaur in the egg sandwich range, they know exactly how to recreate it. Dilophosaur. Even the Dilophosaur. That's amazing. I know, I know. Like, describe a Dilophosaur to me now. Dilophosaur, uh, at first looks like a smaller, uh, less dangerous version of a Velociraptor. Mm-hmm. It gets agitated, mm-hmm. feels come out. Mm-hmm. Mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, most famously depicted in Jurassic Park, the Dilophosaur is the one who, who uh, kills 
Yeah. Although what he was doing in that film, I'm not sure. It, what, the, the mail didn't go out that far. It really did. No. But I think he just kind of stumbled into the wrong film. He went, he went to work in TV one day and accidentally ends up in film. And that was a really, really difficult thing. And we all know who directed Jurassic Park 2. Jurassic Park 2? Who directed Jurassic Park 2? Jurassic Park 2 was, uh, was directed by Steve Tewitt. Right. As was Jurassic Park 1. Mm-hmm. But I think we all remember who Steve Tewitt is. I think we all remember who Steve Spielberg really is. Great Fleet. Great Fleet. There you go. That's why he's so fond of the Triceratops League salad sandwich. Yeah. And I think of his, his gratitude. I hear with the uh, with the frill uh, on that dinosaur, that's made from parsley. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. On the on the sandwich and in the film and back in the old days with the dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. When they used to work in the coal mines. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think it's an under it's an undervalued period of history. The uh, the old dinosaurs and cowboys era. Oh yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed the television series Deadwood. But I felt mm-hmm. the omission of the dinosaurs was a bit on the nose. It was a careless mistake. Okay. They obviously hadn't done their research. Swearingen was a brontosaurus. In, in, in the real story. Yeah. In the real story, yeah. They took some liberties. Oh, yeah. Making him a person was a real error. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he did get to say some pretty cool monologues. Well, the, so did the brontosaurus back in the day. The they've, got, they've got his writings. And they've got the, the prostitutes that used to, to, to bed him, or he bed. Like it's all there in the writings of back in the old days, but they just said, maybe it would work with a person. That's the problem with HBO. They bow down to popular things. Fucking in shame. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Fucking Yeah. Imagine, imagine, right, if we were trying to get Ian McShane on this podcast and he didn't turn up. We wouldn't do four podcasts about him, would we? We'd stand for it. Not at all. No. How good would Deadwood have been if Greg Fleet was swearing? It would have been amazing. If Greg Fleet were all the characters. That show would never get cancelled. Never. 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 It would, it would be... Everywhere, the, the the Deadwood theme park would be opening in a town near you right oh, now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Deadwood, Deadwood season eleven. Oh wow! Wow, that would be Great Fleet versus the dinosaurs. Yeah. How? Take a moment to get a visual image of Great Fleet playing every character in Deadwood: Calamity yeah. Jane, Wild Bill Hickok, yeah. Swearingen, mm-hmm. the sheriff, mm-hmm. the Jewish deputy, all of them, mm-hmm. and then all of them lined up. Yep. All Greg Fleet. No yep. CGI. No. He hates that, remember? All in the same costume. Actually all Greg Fleet. Yeah. And then, this is the poster. It's all of them lined up on one side. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the old uh, X-Men animated series. On the other side, all the dinosaurs. Yeah. And Greg Fleet just charging in. Just charging in. You know what that poster would need to make it look really authentic and realistic? Worried look on the dinosaurs' faces. Because they'd be scared. Furrowed brow. Yeah. Eyes slightly wide. Yeah. Dilated pupils. They know. Yeah. Instead of going, rah, they'd be going, rah. Yeah. Yeah, because they'd know they're in a lot of trouble. And you know what the problem would be for the dinosaurs? What's that? They'd get there, they'd realise they were absolutely fucked. Absolutely. start. Yeah. All the Gregs would charge in. Yeah. The dinosaurs would step back and go, no! No! He would know it then. Yeah, yeah. They would, yeah. They'd say no, Greg, no, and they'd say on Greg, and he'd jump on the Greg next to him, 
and attack them more. They become double like gray. a Voltron style mega gray. A mega gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mega gray. It's how the dinosaurs died. Yeah, which was. But they deserved it. Oh, hey. That, that is a good death. Yeah. Death of the hands of a mega great. Yeah. Wow. I, I one day wish that I could go in the hands of a mega great. Oh! oh. I, 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 That's I'd a happily, king's death. I'd happily die now if that was going to be the case. I'd happily die now if mega Greg knocked on the door of this cafe, yeah. strode in, yeah. received a round of applause he deserves, yeah. and always gets at this cafe. Always gets at this cafe, and, and then most places. He looked at us, we said, Greg. Here's the interview. He said, "G'day, guys. Spoilers." Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that's all. That's all we need. That's Just one sentence. That's my dream, and that's my wish. And like everyone said at school, it's never going to happen. You're never going to get murdered by Mega Greg. And I said, if I study hard enough, and if I work hard enough, I am going to get killed at the hands of Mega Greg. And they're like, no, there aren't. That many people each year that get killed that has a Mega Greg. What makes you think you're going to be the one? Be a film star instead. Be a, a rock star instead. Be an astronaut instead. Don't be so ridiculous to think that you are going to get killed at the hands of a Mega Greg. Such lofty goals. Yeah, yeah. I said, no way. I'm no. I'm going to get myself killed at the hands of Mega Greg. Yes. Yes. I believe you. Oh, thank you. You drink and drink. I did drink and drink. Today. <gasps> is he here? No. Oh. oh, I thought you meant that he was here. Oh, no, that's okay. My oh, mistake. My mistake. No, my mistake. no, no I just uh, I, I just know he's in the show. Yeah, that's great. Has he implanted that knowledge into you? I think I think he has. I think he's, he's, he's just stood, stood in the wind and whispered. Yeah. Because he's what to do. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's used his powers of telepathy. Just to yeah. let him know. Today's a day. He, see, Greg lives... Uh, it's in Melbourne, near Thornbury, on the outer astral plane. And so when he wants uh, someone to know something, he will just deliver it into their memories. Yeah. And they'll know. Oh, Greg Fleet doesn't think on a time. Not at all. It's not, it's not A to B. No. He's, he's like Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen. It's, it's yeah. spread out. It is all at once. You've got no idea what it's like. You have no idea how hard it is for me to keep the calendar. Oh, when he's experiencing all times, all dimensions, and all possible realities at once. He gets very frustrated when he pops into WX Smith's or a, a, a stationery shop and says, can I have a calendar, please? And they're like, oh, we've got 2013. To a page, a week to a page. And he's like, can I have all at once? And they say, they say, no. And he's like, what are you talking about? And it's kind of his kryptonite, isn't it? Mm, I mean, the yeah. Superman that is Greg Fleet, the kryptonite to him is the word, not Yeah. That's, that's the only way to take it down. Which is why Tony Collette is releasing the film No Greg. Oh. Because she knows that it's going to just, he's going to be like, oh, what is, I don't, what, who, what, what, he? And, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a cruel thing to do, but that it's a very Collette-esque move. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I think that's, I think we can safely coin that phrase here and now on the show. Yeah. Next time, next time you want to just throw a hateful slur on someone, mm-hmm. don't resort to the baseline swear words. Don't yeah. criticise their appearance no. or their weight no. or their mother. No. Just look them dead in the eye and with the stare of a vicious great white shark to say, <gasps> Oh, and yeah. fighting talk. Yeah. Fighting talk words. 
I think that's that's how you bring someone down. Yeah, that is how you stand off. Oh, Kalentesk. Yeah. You're a Kalentinok. Yeah. It's really yeah. yeah. Just getting it. Yeah. Your, your Coletosaurus Rex. Hey. Wow. Wow. That might be the only way that, uh, that Greg might wind up wanting to give it a type of date. If she was a Coletosaurus Rex. Yeah. If she, if she came along being a dinosaur, then obviously they've got a lot to chat about. Hey, that would be great in season 12. Oh. Make it great. Versus Coletosaurus Rex. Yeah. Picture that on a poster. That is a film I would pay a lot of money to go and Fuck see. You cancel that now, HBO. You yeah. yeah, you bastards. They were trying hard enough. No. That's what the problem was. Yeah, no one, no one's, no so one's you, got any ideas. You take the dinosaurs out of a Western show, mm-hmm. you're going to get cancelled. You're going to get cancelled. You try and tell people in the credits that someone other than Greg Fleet is playing all the characters, you're going to get cancelled. You're going to get cancelled. When will they learn? They just don't seem to. Maybe, maybe, they should ask Greg for his advice. And then he'd be able to say, look guys, I can do it. Let me play all the characters, get the dinosaurs back in, and we're going to make a show. And then, then they'd know. But until then, they just have no idea. The arrogance. The arrogance. The arrogance of the people at HBO. Yeah, every single one of them. Good God. Good God. Good Greg. Good Greg. Good Greg. Good Greg. That's it. I mean, the man, the man is responsible for the greatest things in history. I think he knows how to keep the TV show. Yeah, I, I think the man who created colour knows exactly how to keep your, your little show on the air. Your, 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 your little, little show. How to get a few few people to watch it. That's something that I think a lot of people forget. Mm. It's easy to forget. Mm. But the next time you look at a black and white movie or a black and white picture, remember, mm. that's actually what it looked like. That's what it was. They haven't changed the cameras one bit. No. They just captured <laughs> it, it as it was. They just took photos. No one had any concept of colour. Yeah. Briefly showed up. Went to the flat. Yeah. You know what we could do? Brighten it up. And from that day forward, rainbows and sunshine all around. Yeah. Rainbows were so boring. Oh. Everyone would go, oh no. What is it? Oh, there's a rainbow. The rainbow song when you learned that in school. Yeah. Grey and grey and another shade of grey and black and grey and grey. Oh. No good. No good at all. Who wanted to learn that? But, I mean, that brings back memories. Oh. Not mine. No. But memories. Yeah. Yeah. It was a simpler time. It was a much simpler time. Like, when when you bought your car, it was like, what do you want? Black, white, grey, grey or grey? Mm-hmm. Or another shade of grey. Yeah. Always went with grey. It was a shitter type now. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, simplicity often means shitter. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, not, oh. to, not to belabor a point, but you simplify Deadwood by taking out the dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Shitter. Shitter. Yeah. You'd you simplify it by casting other people to play the characters. Shitter. I just, I can't get over the stupidity of the people who made that show. Yeah. Yeah. I preferred it when trees were simpler. Yeah. When they didn't have all the fussy leaves or the, the silly branches. They were just sticks in the ground. Yeah, I, I, I preferred it before the sticks were sticks. I like it better than the seeds. Just the seeds? Just the seeds. Yeah. 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 Pull them out of your pocket, have a look. Yeah. Put them back in your pocket, done. Yeah. Look at them. No one was worried about forestization. No. 
Because you can't make paper out of a seed. A seed never fell over in a storm and ruined someone's roof. No. Or someone's holiday. No. No. Or someone's son. Seed never fell on someone's son. Killed them. Never. Never did. Trees? Yeah. Right. Yeah. A bird never sat in a seed and shut on my head. No. Not once. Not once at all. A bird ate a seed and then shat that on my head. Yeah. But that's different. That's not the seed's fault. You, you did have the bird gaffer tape to your head at the time. Yeah, and I was feeding it seeds. So many seeds. And I was just yelling, shit it on my head. <laughs> it was, shit it it's on a my weird head. finish that you have. Uh, but I, I, I think I do it well. I've got different strokes for different folks. Yeah, and yeah. my strokes are quite different. With yeah. the, the, the glue? I mean, it's the glue, really. The rest is incidental. The glue that you have. Yeah. Uh, that's probably probably not the best thing to do. You know. what, what do you mean? Huffing glue, it's not, it's not great. I buy cans of huffing glue. When, when, you're in, when you're inhaling the glue, yeah. the fumes, they're actually destroying... Parts of your brain. I don't inhale the glue. Oh, right. What are you talking I about? I thought you were half. What, you, what? Know, you can't breathe glue. You no, get, right. you get sticky lungs. Right. Sorry. Oh, oh sorry. No. Sorry. So no. what do you do? Oh, I, I use it as a train. Nothing glue. Oh, it's a metal train. Yeah, that's how I get around. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Breathing glue. Always on time. Yeah. I've never met someone more punctual. I could never figure it out. I only ever leave five minutes before I've got to be anywhere. Wow. And I take the huffing glue. Wow. And I get there super fast. Where did you learn this? Greg Flynn. Yes. You did it. Yes. You did it. He said. That's. If you've got to get somewhere, because I was like, oh no, I really have to be at the shops, but it's going to close in five minutes. He went, well, you know how to get there in five minutes. I said, no, I don't. And he said, I don't know that one, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Just take the glue and get out of here. Wow. Yeah. Well, now I just, I I really need him to show up so that I can I can ask him what other tips he has about his just life. He's got a lot of tips. He's got a lot, like, his book, How to Get There in Five Minutes in 200 Ways, is, you can't put it down. It's such a good read. Is that because of all the glue? Because there's a lot of glue. It's stuck to it the It really hands. does, and the pages are stuck together. Oh. So, how, so how, how do you read it? You just know it. You, ah. you buy it, and you know, I think Greg's at home, he sees who buys it, and then says, you know what I heard? It drifts into your mind. When you buy any of the, the 120 some novels mm. that uh, Greg Fleet has written yeah. in his illustrious career, uh, when you buy one, uh, a, a little message goes to the store directly to his phone, yes. letting him know the name and the address of the person. Yeah. By the time you get home, it's there, sitting on the front step. You don't even have to open the book, it just follows you around for the day. Precise it. Precise it. Wow. In oh, to hear his voice for a day. Oh, what a treat. Oh, what a treat. His soothing tones. Reading one of his beautiful novels. He, I mean, I can't think of a word to accurately describe. Always, when you talk about Greg Fleet, it's never insult. It does. It does. Like like Byron esque is. That's just like ugh. Not ugh. Good enough. The, the the bad taste in my mouth from saying that. Gross. Dickensian, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Doesn't even get close. No. Tightly written, beautifully phrased. Yeah. His turn of phrase 
It's it's a it's a traffic design. Oh, it's, uh, he's operating on such a different plane that you read the sentence and go, I don't know what this means. I have no idea what this means. I don't get. And then you cry with its beauty. You do. Mm. You do. Mm. Which is how I like to make my cups of tea. Because you're English. Yeah, yeah. But I just I would just read one of his sentences and weep into the kettle. And uh, lovely cup of tea. Yeah. The tears to a great clean book taste so much nicer than any other tears. Then also, if you cry while reading book, you can lick the tears. Sustain yourself for a week. Yeah, it's, it's practically like taking vitamin C, vitamin B, and vitamin A. It's like a little monkey kid golden child eating those little leaves and leaves. Yeah. Yeah, those leaves are just the, the pressed and dried formation of a great fleet juice and tea. Yes, yes. Which is something that they used to sell on the black market in those days. It was quite, quite an illegal operation being built up over it. Which is, they tried to outlaw them because the food companies got up in arms. Oh. They were like, how are we meant to sell our food when people are sustaining themselves yeah. using Greg Fleet-induced tears? A few restaurants tried to, to incorporate it. You get the, the Greg Fleet-induced tea, Bissoir salad. Mm-hmm. I remember there were, like, there were adverts everywhere, but people wanted to come and in the back of kitchens, reading Greg Fleet books, crying into salads. Oh. And the amount of people, that actually, there was zero unemployment for 12 months. Wow. Because people were just crying the salads and other people were just buying the tear salads. Good right. Mm-hmm. See, again, again, why would we just listen to Greg Fleet at this time for global financial crisis? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we did it in the 20s, people. We Greg did. Fleet tears eliminated, eliminated, think about that word again, eliminated unemployment. Yeah. And here we are, some eight years later, and uh, what are they doing? Ignoring it. Ignoring it. Ignoring it. Wow. Yeah. Imagine ignoring that. Tony Blair. Ignored it. George W. Bush. Ignored it. Obama. Well, George W. Bush is a Tony Collette fan. Yeah. Right out. He is one of the few on the side of the Collette. Well, you know what? A collector. He is Colette-esque. He is. So <gasps> it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I imagine that when the FBI hear this podcast, and they listen to it all the time, oh. when they hear this podcast, it's actually a pretty good job that he's not still in power because for calling George W. Bush Colette-esque, you could get put in prison for Bring America. Bring you it. get sent to Guantanamo Bay. Bring it. I'm Tim Greg. Bring it. Yeah, I'm Tim Greg too. I'll do hard time. I'll do hard time for throwing that bitch Colette mm-hmm. down a peg or two because mm-hmm. I'm Tim Greg. Yeah, Tim Greg. You know what, George W. Bush? You are Colette-esque. Colette-esque. Oh, so ladies and gentlemen, I hope that we will be recording a podcast next week. You should see the ears prick up in this cafe right wow. now. People are looking. They're stunned. There's this a is... man talking into his cuff. Oh, hey. Oh. G'day, boss. Yeah. How you going? Yeah. yeah. Colette-esque. You're not going to get us. You're Team Greg too. We know it. I feel as though uh, I feel as though nothing really bad can happen to us because I feel like if, if the thunder started to come down, yeah, Greg would just sweep in. He would. He wouldn't let one of his staunch, die-hard 
He wouldn't let anyone prepared to stand up and tell George W. Bush that he is Colette S. That's right. He wouldn't let that person go to Guantanamo no. Bay. No. Greg would not let that happen. Not the disciples of Greg. No, never. no. They would never end up. You know, speaking of never, yeah. um, he's not here. Yeah. I mean, this is the right cafe. Well, it has the Greg menu. Right, good point. So, you would assume, one would assume, perhaps quite uh, rightly, that this is the place. Uh, He's not around. Yeah. And uh, and the man talking to his cuff, it seems to be getting quite animated with the speaking and the pointing at us. So maybe we should... Get, get out of here. We should, like, like run. Yes. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, the Australian yeah. Comedy Podcast. It's, yeah, good. Get it. We've got the Twitters now. Get on the Twitters. Yeah. Uh, it's at OzComPod. That's A-U-S-C-O-M-P-O-D. Yeah. Uh, you can also email us if you uh, want want to want to suggest anything or ask anything. Uh, OzComPod at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, definitely do that. Definitely do that. And, and, and the iTunes. Get on the iTunes. But the subscribing and thing. We've got to go. Also, if anyone's a really good lawyer, that would be really helpful right now. Yes. Please email all your details to oscompot at gmail.com. Uh, we, we look like, yep, yeah, we're, we're a little bit surrounded. All right. Yeah. Yep. Good. Check, please. Check. <laughs>